This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. The app. Welcome back, Betty Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Segment of Betty Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart, our beloved Golf Mart. Gotten a a majority of my salary this year, my friends over at Golf Mart. A lot, a lot of, bought a lot of stuff over there. A lot of balls, shoes, wedges, shirts, hats, socks, tees. You want a shaft that's worth Quite a pretty penny. My shaft, my new shaft, yeah, is spectacular. Got an extra stiff, and it is. It cost more than my first car. I didn't pay for it. It was gifted to me by a beloved friend. And boy, I think non-golfers would have a hard time understanding that people pay. Sometimes, I mean, for the really good stuff, close to four figures. Yeah, for, for a stick, for a good shaft, for a stick, for a stick, a shaft. And I got—I was a stiff shaft, and now I'm extra stiff. It's all good golf terminology. It, it's just phenomenal. And I uh, got that put on, and yep. And now the ball is jumping off the uh, club face. Watch out! Do that noise you do when you hit, hit a good one. What noise? Like how you do that? Like, like when I when we're playing? I don't. Do you no, know, no. When you oh, describe when you're hitting a good shot, you make a sound. Well, I do. Sound. I have no idea. No, you make a sound. Yeah. 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 It's going to live forever. 833-288-0973 if you want to play Take on Woods here. In just a few minutes, we got some uh, pals joining us on the program today. Our buddy Craig Elston, CFO, sorry, CMO of the San Diego Soccers, uh, is going to be joining us at 735, going to do some crossing streams, recommendations, going to take his pulse, Benny, on the World Cup, certainly. Also uh, get his pulse on... Where the Padres are right now, Craig's very knowledgeable on a lot of these things. Our pal, Steve Brockhoff, is going to be joining us again. He's the president of the Locals uh, supporter group and a great, great dude. One of the most knowledgeable soccer fans I know. Uh, He's already trying to recruit me tomorrow morning 
to come out to O'Brien's at 7 a.m. And I, he goes, there's probably no way, right? And I go, I mean, never say never. My kids get me up at 5.30 and on the weekends. I Hannah has them five mornings a week, right? And so I feel like the weekend I need to get them up and take responsibility for them. But you went on Tuesday and they won. So if you don't so go, that's you're the get thing. blamed That's the thing. Lose. And so I think, I bet you Hannah would give me a pass. I mean, bro, if I game starts at 7, I'll be home by 10. You know, it's not it's not going to be an all day thing. I'll be home before noon by easily. Does Bo like soccer? And see, that's the thing. I was thinking about maybe taking Bo. He couldn't. He doesn't like a lot of loud noises. I think he'd get. He doesn't like anything. Like he'll get tired of it in five minutes. I mean, if you asked everyone, just just keep it nice and quiet. Can you guys keep it down for this little this little turd? <laughs> he doesn't like the drums and everything else. So I I would like to take him. I don't think he's quite ready for that experience yet. But yeah, seven a.m. tomorrow, Benny. A uh, huge, huge game. U.S. men's team taking on the Netherlands, and we'll get a breakdown of that from uh, from our pal Steve coming up at eight thirty-five as well. We'll have a Rindle report. We got all kinds of fun stuff planned for you today. I got a killer story for you guys at eight. Uh, I want to tell you what happened to me yesterday. Uh, very embarrassing as usual. This colon thing is never going away, seemingly, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Like you're dying, and no, okay, I mean, okay. I may, I mean, maybe I don't I know. Not, I well, we're all dying. Every one of us. And I sound you like sound I'm like dying, you are. That's for sure. Absolutely, like I'm almost dead. Absolutely die. We have anybody on the uh, line for you guys? Well, got to call in eight three three. Good. Two eight eight zero nine seven three. Did you see Zach Eflin breaking the bank with the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday? So the Rays, who don't pay for anybody, went out and spent how much? Forty, 40. million for three years, which isn't really paying that much nowadays. But it's, About what, 13 a year? It's the most they've ever spent on a free agent in you, franchise history. You are kidding. No. Zach well, Eflin is the guy. That, uh, f- on an on a outside free agent, it breaks the uh, $35 million contract that Wilson Alvarez got in 1998. They have not spent more than that in the last 24 years. That is so staggering. It to is. Me. And there it are, is. you know, listen, there are people out there that every year, I've I've railed against what Tampa Bay does for years. I have. And you know this, and... and well, they do it the right way, man. Look at the division they're in. It's hard to compete with the Yankees. Man, they are great at developing players. They're phenomenal. How do you be how are you a Rays fan though? How do you how can you sit with that franchise and I watch mean, them trade I, everybody away? I want to make fun of them. But six years ago that was the Padres as well. They had never spent big money on an outside free agent in franchise history. Never. They just didn't do it. They like, re signed a couple of their own guys like Will Myers and Jake Peavy. But never had they gone out and spent anything. And then they did Hosmer, and then they did Manny. I mean, and now, you know, you, you, they're yeah, talking, about, the limit. talking about Bogarts or Turner or whatever is going to happen. But this was the Padres seven, eight years ago. The Braves don't spend on outside free agents. They just don't do it. And they've had a lot of success doing it the way they do it. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, you have, to, you have to decide, I think, as a baseball fan, what constitutes success, right? Are they in it? Yeah, they made a World Series. Hell, a lot of people think they should have won that World Series against the, the Dodgers, Ben. They made the World Series in a shortened season and set up perfectly for the Rays in a shortened season, right? I mean, that's that's what they're built for. But, man, you see them win all these games. They do it in front of 6,500 fans max. You know, to me, I look at it. And I say, yes, I love how they develop players. I love how they scour the earth for players. I love how they can get guys up to the big leagues um, that have electric type of stuff. But then they're Yankees, and then they're Padres, and then they're Red Sox. So if I'm a Rays, it would be so hard to be a Rays fan. You're like, 
Well, we're going to win 90 games. No one's going to show up to support the team. Probably nobody down there talks about them because it's football country down there as well. And it just it just seems like a really awful existence. Let's not pretend the Padres have had more success, though. They nope. had a better season this last year. Sure. Getting to the NLCS. But ultimately, over the last 10 years, you take the Rays, you know, 10 times over versus what the Padres have done. Yes, you would. You would, as far as number of regular season wins and and all that, but playoff appearances, playoff appearances. But again, no, nothing to really show for it. Also, you know, and and if you're not, I don't want to go full Ricky Bobby, but you know, if you don't win at all, what does it really matter that you're? Oh, we developed some good teams. We won a pennant. Uh, that's good. Winning a pennant is good. It's a really nice step. But you got to you got to take that final step. And I just don't know if they ever will. And I, I I will say that this surprised me tremendously that Zach Eflin was the guy that they said, yeah, yeah, let's give him, you know, thir- it's not, like you said, it's not that much money, 13 mil a year is not that much dough. Why does it seem like it is for them? Because they've never done it before, which is staggering to think about. So I, I don't even know where he slots in their rotation. He was he was a 3-5 and five with a 4 ERA. Yeah, and they're like paying their fourth starter the most they've ever given anyone in franchise He's like a four, three. right? Really? Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, uh, Red Sox were in the mix too, but he is from that area, so it seemed it was almost the same. Uh, it was almost the same contract, uh, but he said, "I, I don't want to go play in Boston. I want to go play where I'm close to home." And and hey, you know, got got a good payday for a, a, I guess, pretty mediocre season for the Phillies. So good for him. But again, anytime these guys get taken off the board, all that means for us is, oh boy, here you know, prices are going to continue to to skyrocket. I, I I can't even imagine what a Radon or something like that, somebody like that, is going to cost. You know, twenty five per. You know, for Carlos Radon, is that what we're looking at here? Had a great year last year as a real gamer, but whew, somebody's going to pay it. Somebody's going to pay it. These guys are all going to be on a team next year, so uh, somebody's going to do it. I don't mind if it's us. Paul, are you ready to go? Sure, let's give it a shot. All right, let's get this on Woods. Yeah, we're just mixing it up today. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. All right, it's time to Take on Woods. Qualify you for a trip to Las Vegas. I am in for Ben. Ben's going to silently critique me to make sure I do everything right. I've only done this like once or twice. Usually when Ben is out, we just don't do take on wits. We're not out. I'm here. You're here. We're going to give it a shot. Uh, We're going to head out to the phone lines. Looks like we got Brandon calling in to take on Woods. Brandon, good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Happy Friday, y'all. Happy Friday to you, my friend. All right. We have three categories for you to choose from this morning. First one is been on the board for a little while now. It is you named the band what? Bands with strange names. We have for the birds. Each uh, song title will feature a different type of bird. And you also have full moon. Waxing, waning. We're just looking for five song titles that include the word moon. So, Brandon, which category are you going to choose this morning? Um, let's go with the moon. The moon, full moon. Okay. So waxing, waning, crescent, full, doesn't matter. We're looking for five song titles, including the word moon. 
And you're going to get started with a two-second song, which is very difficult for me to explain the rules and play the song um, at the same meander time. here as I'm I just know, yeah, uh, right, I'm so politicking. Paul, Paul, you'll play the music. I'm going to find that the song. the title and the artist, and then he'll read the rest of the questions. You can pass if you don't know one. <laughs> 60 seconds, and then we'll compare against Woods. Okay. Are you ready, Brandon? We need the song title and the artist for the full points here for this uh, two-second song. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, time begins when I play the song. 60 seconds, time to take on Woods. Songs have the word moon. Fly me to the moon. Incorrect. Earthquakes, hurricanes, lightning are just some of the trouble on the way in which 1969 classic by Credence Clearwater Revival. Huh. What's the title of the R.E.M. song written as a tribute to comedian Andy Kaufman? Man on the Moon. Correct. The French-American band King Harvest is best known for which 1972 hit? Ah. Sting says which single by the police is actually about falling in love and has nothing to do with Neil Armstrong's achievement in 1969. Ah. Uh, earthquakes, hurricanes, lightning are just some of the trouble on the way in which 1969 classic by Credence Clearwater Revival. Mm. All right. that Your time is up, Brandon. I believe we got you at one. That Man is on the that moon. Correct? Yeah, just Man the one, on the moon. I don't know how that is going to hold up. Uh, you missed Moon Dance by Van Morrison. That was our two second yep. song. Uh, Earthquakes, Hurricanes, and Lightning. That was Bad Moon I see Rising. Bad Moon Rising. CCR. You got Man on the Moon by REM. The uh, 1972 hit by King Harvest, Dancing in the Moonlight. I can't really sing either. You can't do anything. You You definitely can't sing, although we might make you try a little bit later on. Uh, And then uh, The Police, we were looking for Walking on the Moon. That has nothing to do with Neil Neil Armstrong Armstrong walking walking on the the moon. moon. I see what you did there. Exactly. All right, let's bring in Woodsy. This is probably my least favorite thing I've ever done. How'd that go? Not fun. All right. (laughs) You know, we've had four great shows this week. We were due for a clunker, so usually does happen on a Friday. It does. Ben, I do have some Alka-Seltzer here, and I'd like you to oh, take some. Oh, gonna help or hurt? It's going to help you. Yeah, it'll help no, no. tremendously. I brought some. I think I did. Hope you have 911 on speed ready oh, to go. Oh, I do. I have some. We'll make you some at the break. Right. Okay? Hell yeah. Will you drink it? Sure, okay. why not? All right, why not? Okay, what, what do we have to lose? What could point? happen? All right, here we go. You're going up against Brandon. His score is locked in. We're going to start with the two-second song. Are you ready to take on Brandon? I am. All righty, here we go. It's Moon Dance by Van Morrison. Uh, earthquakes, hurricanes, and lightning are just some of the trouble on the way in which 1969 classic by Credence Clearwater Revival. Uh, Bad Moon Rising? Correct. What is the title of the REM song written as a tribute to comedian Andy Kaufman? Man on the Moon. The French-American band King Harvest is best known for which 1972 hits? King Harvest? French-American? I don't know. Moon River? <laughs> Incorrect. Sting says, which single by the police is actually about falling Walking in love? on the moon. Correct. Four, not four, four out of five. Very good. Oh, God. Tough category. To spare. How did Brandon do? He got one. Okay, I won. You know what he missed was Dancing in the Moonlight. King Harvest. How does it go? I can't sing right now. So go ahead. Paul. He actually tried to sing I tried to, yeah. 
Dancing in the moonlight. I like that song. Can you play that? I'm going to. Okay. That's King Harvest. Very light. I would like to hear Ben try to sing. I think that would be really fun. I I did try. It doesn't work. Karaoke. Boomer Esiason karaoke. (laughs) Here we go. Almost every night. Come on. Another word. Oh. I just I know the dancing in the moonlight part. I'm gonna get to the chorus and then I'll wait. Got nothing but time. Moonlight. Everybody's I don't know this song. You never heard this one? Mm-mm. So you were singing it a second ago. Before no, I thought it was swaying in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got the music. It's dancing. In the moonlight. That's terrible. In the moonlight. Polly does it. Nice job, Polly. I like that. Well done. Coming up next, we got Don't Do This. I We could just do... We could do Kanye for the whole thing. It does. It is related to sports, though, uh, as well. Kind of a uh, shocking series of events. What about Antonio Brown? Yesterday, Antonio Brown. Aren't they? Don't they? Aren't they in business together? They're friends. Are, don't they? Aren't they part of Donda? They, isn't there like an agency? Oh, AB the the president, president of yeah. Donda Sports? Yeah, Donda Sports, which yeah. is yeah, it's cool. This is just a banner day for Donda you guys Sports. Are on fire, Donda Sports. <laughs> if you're an athlete and you're represented by Donda Sports, I would look elsewhere. May, might I recommend John Boggs and Associates here in San Diego? They're a boutique firm. They will take good care of you, uh, catering to the likes of those like Tony Gwynn. Pierce Johnson, Tony Glenn Jr., fantastic people <laughs> and which, at John Boggs and Associates. <laughs> which NBA star's phone blew up yeah. last night at, I don't know, about 6 o'clock, I'd say? And then do do this. We've got a, uh, a friend of Ben's going to be uh, popping on. A little audio from him. It's going to make Padre fans very, very happy. Did you say traffic? All right, we'll check traffic, and then I guess we'll go right into break. Well done. You know, the same thing we do every single I, day at I this time. I don't know. For five years. I don't know. I don't know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Ben Woods, kind of, back here on 97.3 The Fan. Happy Friday to you. I'm Woodsy, that's Paulie, that's Benjamin. He is struggling right now. Probably going to jet here in a little bit, I would imagine. The uh, voice has not come through like he had hoped. Tried to go, tried to go, and uh, couldn't get it done. It's fine. we got so many people coming on to shoot the breeze with us for the next couple of hours. You'll be good, but uh, it's time for Don't Do This. And, you know, again, the Mount Rushmore of Don't Do This uh, definitely is going to have uh, A.B., Antonio Brown. Seemingly in the news, way too much, never for a good thing. But yesterday, Paulie had sent a tweet. Now, it's it's a good caution for all of us to not just run with the first thing we see, right? Because the first thing was, oh, my God, they're in a standoff outside of Antonio Brown's house right now. And he has guns inside. And I, I saw that, and I went, oh, dude, this could be the end for A.B., um, You're at the stage where you kind of believe anything. Though. Yeah, you abs- and it, it's not shocking to you at all. It's just not shocking when you when you see that tweet. So there was an update to it later. Um, he was there was a warrant. There was a warrant for his arrest for uh, domestic violence against his, the mother of his child. Um, he threw a shoe at her, is what I read, and they got into a, a fight, and he left, and she called the cops. The whole thing. So. The, the first tweet I saw was Antonio Brown reportedly in a standoff with police. He has an arrest warrant for domestic battery. Brown is alleged to have guns in the house. Then the update that came shortly after said the police department says right now this remains an active investigation. Brown is wanted. There have been multiple attempts to take him into custody. But to protect the integrity of the investigation, it won't release more info right now. So I don't know how it ended. I don't know how serious it got. But to my knowledge, it sounds like they tried to execute a warrant and he wouldn't open the door. Now, I don't know that that necessarily constitutes a standoff. This doesn't seem like the type of warrant that would warrant a standoff, right? Like this, unfortunately, I think it is a it's I think it is misdemeanor battery. So I think that. I think that all he would have to do is go out, you know, go bond out of jail, and he'd be back in his home within a matter of hours. But it's pretty serious if you don't open the door. That's for yeah. Too. You just kind of you kind of got to do what the, they tell the you. The way at this some point. of those tweets were written, knowing that he's mentally unstable, you hear there's guns in the house. Like you, you know, I'm reading these tweets. I go, what the hell yeah, is what's going happening? on right now? I know. And then it just kind of fizzled out. It just fizzled out. Well, because there was so much more going on. Yesterday, especially on social media, but oh my god, we were in here yesterday, and uh, Kanye West appeared on Infowars with Alex Jones, and that was really something. And we were kind of watching it during the break. Here's how, um, here's how low Kanye West has gotten. Kanye West went on Infowars with Alex Jones, and Alex Jones was. I don't want to say the sensible one. More sensible. The, the more sensible of the two. When Alex Jones is taken aback by the outlandish things you say, 
that's a weird day when Alex Jones is taken aback. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't cross that line. Alex Jones. You're like, oh, all right. So Kanye appeared on the uh, the program, Ben. He had a, a black mask pulled down over his face. He had a, a holy Bible in front of him and a, a yoo-hoo. None of this is normal. No, nah, not in the, the, the by long stretch. He also uh, said, I mean, he, he was on there. He broke the number one Ben and Woods rule there is. The number one. Never invoke Hitler in a positive light, ever. It's such an easy thing to do. Well, Hitler was actually a great public speaker. I actually, he did some good. No, you just never say it. You never say it. You never do it. He did it. He did it over and over. He said, I like Hitler. He's a fan of his work. Later on, he sent out a, what ended up being a stolen image, but it was a Star of David with a swastika in the middle, and he sent that out and said, love everybody, and he just, he's 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 done. Like, you're, you're done. You're done. You don't get, I, in my opinion, like, you don't really... You don't really deserve another chance. You've had so many chances to not to prove that you're not an anti-Semite, and clearly you are a very rabid, rabid anti-Semite. And uh, I think it's really uh, awful. I think it's awful, and I, I completely think he's ridiculous. But where it got really interesting, and it took it into the uh, the sports world last night, I was lying in bed, really about to pass out for the night, and Kanye says. Sends out a tweet. Which his account has been suspended again. By Elon Musk. On Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Elon Musk has suspended his account. But, he went off yesterday. But before he left, he decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn it down before I go. Let's break one last window before we get out of here. I caught this guy with Kim. Good night. And it's a picture of CP3, Chris Paul. Yeah. Married 11 years. Uh, it's the same woman, and still married. And I bet Chris Paul's phone, I would say 75,000 text <laughs> messages, I would yeah. bet, in the span of... I bet his phone melted down last night with all the people sending him that screenshot of that tweet. Now, I have no idea if it's true. I have no idea. Pretty easy alibi for Chris Paul, though. Well, babe, look at the source. Of course consider, not. He's crazy. Cons- consider the source, babe. Come on. That never. Never. I don't know if they did. I don't know if they didn't. But CP3 caught some friendly fire from Kanye last night, and it was gnarly. So he's, his account has been suspended. I just I need him out of the news cycle. I really do. I'm over it. I have so many friends that are Jewish that are like, I won't fight him. I can't stand him. And I think for good reason. You can't. There's no. There's no place for that. And there's no place for that ever. Certainly no place for it in 2022. Almost 2023. He is. He is so out of his mind right now. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It's terrifying he's that kids. he's got 50% custody of those children. Nice work, Your Honor. Yeah, real good one. stuff. If it's not true about Chris Paul, that's really horrible. It's a terrible because, thing to do. I mean, how good of a person would you have to be where no one's going to believe? Someone's going to believe it. Yeah, his wife's absolutely going to question him about it. Of course. 100%. So if he didn't do it, that's like one of the worst things Kanye's done. Out of all of the the litany of things he's done lately, it's, it sucks. It sucks. Very talented rapper, certainly, has given us a lot of joy with some of his music. No more. No more. I think that's got to be it for him. Um, you know, you just hope nobody else gets hurt in the process uh, of his, his complete and total meltdown. Uh, this was great. Let's do this for uh, Do Do This. D.D. Mega Do Do. So our old friend Dave Roberts went on a uh, podcast with, I believe, Jason Stark. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ben, you do a great yeah, job. There he is. He's an old friend who's hurting right now. He's he is hurting. He's hurting. 
Does, am I the worst person that I took um, delight in his pain? Go Dave Roberts. It's not the worst. Not the worst, but... Because you know the source of the pain. Yeah. So he appeared on, on Jason Stark's podcast and was talking about um, just how devastating the last series the Dodgers played this season was for him. We, uh, I was a part of losing a Game 7 uh, to the Houston Astros at, at Dodger Stadium in 2017. And this elimination was on par with that. Um, mm-hmm. So... You know, we play, we dominated the Padres all year. Um, and, and so to now play a five-game series and to lose to a, a, a division rival, a it was devastating. It was oh. as hard for me uh, to recover from this one. To lose to a who? Division rival. A division, to a, uh, right a division rival. No, no, no. Little brother. To a, uh, a division rival. No, no, no. Little brother. A respected to a, uh, a division adversary. rival. No, little brother. To a, uh, a division rival. No, no, you own us. You're so good. We're so bad. We're a joke. You guys are the best. You have the best players. We have the worst players. We don't know what we're doing. You guys do everything right. We don't know how to develop. You do. It's a division rival. <laughs> Made my day. I'm petty. You know that. I'm petty. And I'm very, uh, maybe very rival. Your thoughts? Enjoy yourself. Are you torn? No, not really. Right. I liked hearing it too. I liked it a lot. Yeah. He put it up there with losing a game seven of the World of Series. Of the World Series. Makes it a little sweeter at, for all of us, doesn't at, it? At home. Wow. That's don't and do do this for a Friday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Have you seen this video of Drew Brees getting struck I by saw lightning? This. No. Is I... it real? No. No. Fake? No, it's fake. It, it looks real. I, I swear to God, it was right when you were starting with Don't Do This, and the hair stood up on my arms when I saw the video, and I thought, Drew Brees died. It looks like he got struck by lightning and killed. Oh, God! Yeah, I, I just saw it. it. Holy crap. It's a fake, apparently. What is it Blair Witch Project? Don't do that yeah. to people. That's it's not like nice. A, it's like a be- It's like an advertising for an online betting service. Oh, good. This is going to backfire on the movie. Well, you read some of the details. Uh, they occurred in Katumbo, Venezuela, known as the lightning capital of the world. No way. Uh, the Katumbo River is reportedly home to a never-ending lightning storm of up to nine hours a day, up to 300 nights a year, oh. with strikes up to 28 times a minute. Local news says lightning usually hits the river and rarely people, but approximately three to four people die a year. You could film that in front of a green screen and do just as well. Points Bet was the uh, company behind the commercial. They issued a statement saying, We are aware of the media coverage regarding regarding Points Bet brand ambassador Drew Brees. We are in communication with Brees' team, and we will continue to monitor events throughout the coming hours. At this stage, we will not be making any further comments. And then somebody, um, I don't know where she works, but she says, I just texted Drew Brees. He said he's good. And then he did not get struck by lightning. Let's not give the uh, let's not give the betting service any more any more. Catherine Terrell, the Saints no. reporter for ESPN, she reached out directly, and and so he's it's a text she probably or a tweet she probably didn't think she was going to send. I just texted Drew Brees. He said he's good, <laughs> and that he did not get struck by lightning. I have an irrational fear of that, along with quicksand. Thought it would happen more when I was a little kid. Quicksand and lightning. lightning. Yeah. Well, ask Craig what his irrational fear is. Right, why don't you go home and go to next. bed? You gonna go? Yeah, probably. All right, we love you. Feel better. <laughs>
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, well, we sent the uh, big guy home because that was excruciating to listen to for you guys, for us, for him, I'm sure. I hope it didn't hurt his feelings, but I just told him, I was like, I, I love you and I appreciate you coming in and, yeah. and trying. But I love the effort. Man. You're, you're worthless today. Yeah, you, you're Pauly, providing Pauly, less than nothing. Polly's quote was, you're worthless. Today. And he just was sitting there watching me talk and stuff, and then I was like, do you, do you want to say something? And he's like, but <laughs> no. I, I can't say anything. So I said, go ahead and take it to the house, man. Seriously, yeah. like, just go get some rest. Yeah. He goes... He goes, I feel good. Maybe I'll go play golf. And then that's when I almost stabbed him in his throat. <laughs> golf is not rest. Golf is not super rigorous, but it's also not rest. Go get don't rest. Don't go get some Christmas shopping no, done. No, don't go run errands. Go home. Drink tea. Get some lozenges. Shell well, said she wanted me to go find some new shampoo, so I'm going to go. No, go home. I go get in bed. He goes, no, I don't like getting in bed. It's hot. I go get your. If you want to go sit on a bench by the beach or yes. something, that's fine. Rest. But do not move. He, he's like, my wife, they think rest is some sort of luxury. It's absolutely important for your survival. It doesn't make you weak. Rest. Is there a doctor listening right please, now? Call please, call in God, and just tell in. us yes. what you would prescribe him. And if it's anything other than rest yes. or coraseptic right. throat, I would be shocked. I would be absolutely flabbergasted. <laughs> All right, let's check traffic. We'll get to our pal Craig Elston after that. Thank you, Kelly Danica. Now joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Hotline, the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is our pal Craig Elston. Hey, buddy, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm so glad Ben got my text. He's heading out here to the soccer golf tournament. We see video of him doing an ice luge later. You know, drinking Fireball out of a luge or something. 
Some Hooters girls are shoving wings down his throat, Craig. Uh, congratulations on the tourney. Always, uh, let's be honest, kind of a bitch to pull one of those off. So <laughs> I'm glad you uh, you got that done today. I know you're going to have a fun day. Your golf's not going to be good today. We're because five months out from our tournament, and I want to I die. There's too much stress. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah, play too well. Going on. Yeah, exactly. Excellent, man. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? you want to do World Cup first, or you want to do a little Padres baseball? Uh, we can talk a little World Cup here. I mean, let's just, do it. Yeah, U.S. Team, I mean, Team USA here. Here we go, U.S. Men's National Team, and wow, what a challenge! You know, to take on the Orange, to take on the, uh, the Netherlands, the Lowland countries. This is going to be, uh, you know, where everyone expects the U.S. to go out. Uh, I think that what people need to kind of keep in mind, especially the most casual soccer fan, people who have just joined this journey. There were 32 national teams in Qatar for the World Cup, and the youngest team is Team USA. So this is a club really put together with at least a half an eye, if not a full eye, on 2026. And when the United States is is co-hosting the World Cup and to to really be a, a team to be feared then, and I think they've taken just a giant step forward. And, you know, we're all hoping Christian Pulisic is able to go out there. Um, I always caution the optimism of a player who is that hurt coming back in four days and, and actually being effective. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's one thing to be like, yes, he's there. Oh, we're happy. You know, when we get that tweet tomorrow at whatever, 4 a.m., right? It, it says, hey, Pulisic's in the lineup. You'd be like, oh, my gosh. But then can he, can he even go? Can he? But even more than going, can he be effective? Can he be a difference maker, a solution for the team. That, that That's a huge question. But the one guy I just wanted to highlight is Tyler Adams. I, I think, you know, the young captain uh, of the national team has played so well in the midfield and has moved the ball fearlessly. He has just been so calm with the ball at his feet. And as long as you've got the kind of defense that the that we've seen the U.S. put together over the course of the group stage, at the very least, that tells you you've got a great chance against Netherlands for this game to be tied, you know, 80th minute, 85th minute, and then you never know what happens. Uh, it, absolutely true, Craig. And, and, you know, there's probably some of this going around to the young guys. You know, they, they, they know the gravity. They know the magnitude of it. But they're also young. And when you're young, you are fearless. You don't care. You're like, I, I know it's the world's biggest stage, but it's not going to, they're, they're not better than we are. You're dumb. You're young and dumb. And, and I think that's going to play in our favor. The other thing I saw that may play in our favor a little bit, I don't know if you saw this this morning, uh, Netherlands manager Louis van Gaal has revealed several of his squad are battling flu symptoms on the eve of their World Cup round of 16 match against the United States. All 26 players did go through light training, but he is. He's kind of fearful that it's going to spread. Uh, he said, I'm not going to tell you who. If it goes around and gets around the group, it is worrying. So, hey, you know, it, all's fair in love and war, man. If they're not up to snuff, you know, the, the U.S. needs to come out. It, what's your opinion on the way that they should come out? Should they come out and attack and try to win the game instead of being patient and, and you know, sitting back a little bit? Or do you want to see them more aggressive tomorrow? I don't think you're going to see a team that's attacking goal ferociously in the first 30 minutes tomorrow, not to say that they won't look for their chances, but more because I don't think you have that kind of player uh, on, on the U S squad right now. You don't have that dynamic center forward, the the number nine, so to speak, 
that that really commands the attention uh, of the defense. They've been rotating players through. Josh Sargent looked effective, and then he hurt his ankle, you know, right at the end uh, of that match against Iran. And so Pulisic, obviously, you know, a little knocked down. What I saw, at least through the group stages, and we'll have to see how it is against Netherlands, right? I saw the U.S. able to find space on the wings using the speed of their backs, whether it's Robinson or Dest, to to move up the sidelines and to generate offense that way, to to look for those spaces that your defender can come up and become involved uh, in the attack. I think they've been super effective at that. And a player who's been a little up and down like Dest, you know, let's hope he stays up. You know, the other guy is just, you know, it's it's the elephant in the room. Gio Reyna, what's yeah. going on? Where is he? You know, like, like where is he? Of all the games and all the matches so far, I'd say this is the one now where you say, okay, we need to fold somewhere in here, right? And boy, is you know? he boy is he well-rested, Greg. <laughs> I mean, right. And maybe maybe they've been sandbagging this whole time. Maybe he's unplayable with an injury. You know, he, he, but he did come out there, play about 10 minutes in yep. the second match. He did wasn't limping he wasn't you know favoring anything he didn't look like he was you know in discomfort of any sort so you know I'd really love to see that I don't know if this is literally a petty squabble with Burhalter you know he knows his team better than we do right that's something to always keep in mind I I remember and Ben could 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 uh, tell this story too I think it was 2003 when we were doing the pre-post and Ollie Perez was spinning a seven-inning shutout gem at Coors Field on, like, 70 pitches. And Bruce Bochy took him out, and the bullpen blew the game. And oh, I, no. like, blew up. And, and and I blew up Bochy. I mean, it was, like, you know, whatever. Our 93rd loss of the year, right? <laughs> um, you know, but, like, I blew up Bochy on the postgame show. Like, this was just a win, and you just, you just gave it away. Like, Ollie Perez was cruising. Why would you possibly take him out? And the next homestand – Yo, know, hey, Greg. Oh, <laughs> no. I talk to you for a minute. Oh, God. And, you know, I went in his office and I was wearing the horns that day because he said all he asked out. You know? Wow. Like, all, all he asked out of the game. And you don't know that when oh, you God. are sitting in your ivory tower, right? <laughs> so, so, like, we don't know what exactly is going on with Giorena. It just seems like the most obvious move but i'll always remember that day because it's like yeah you you think you know what's going on but this isn't stratomatic these are human beings and they many times there's things going on that a manager has to handle but will never tell you because he's protecting his players and his team that's exactly right that's such a good story and and it's good advice for all of us to think that we know how to you know run a soccer club or run a bullpen and all that all right get to your uh, crossing streams ben is out he's he is yeah he's Probably on the way to Mount Woodson, if I'm being honest. I uh, did say he wanted to play some golf today. So get to your uh, recommendations for us, please, sir. Absolutely. I got I got one of each, so to speak, in terms of something that's uh, light, a light and breezy documentary that's an easy watch on Netflix, and that's Pepsi Wears My Jet. Um, and this oh, is a story yeah. from the 90s that, just depending on how old you are and how plugged in you are, you may remember. You may or, not, may, or may not remember, but... This is a great documentary, which is super easy, four parts. Each of them is about a half an hour long that tells the story of a time in the Cola Wars when Pepsi tried to get ahead by creating a Pepsi points 
promotion yep. where, you know, each can was a point or a 12 pack was five points or something like that. And then, you know, save up for a hat or sunglasses or a jacket. And the ad ended with a kicker of a kid landing a Harrier jet at school. And it said Harrier jet, 7 million Pepsi points. And they forgot to put the disclaimer on it. <laughs> but this, hey, this is just a bit. The, the jet is actually not going to happen. Right. And this kid named John uh, found a backer and found the loophole in the catalog where you could buy Pepsi points for like a dime a piece. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> and for 700, cut a check to Pepsi for 700 grand and said, all right. Where's my jet? Where's my jet? Where's my jet? <laughs> and the, the legal battle that, that followed from that literally is still taught in law school. Like, it's a, it's a critical case in law school, but it's a fun, easy watch. So Pepsi, where's my jet? You're looking for something, you know, while you're washing the dishes or whatever, second screening, um, real easy watch. The other one, and I don't want to give too much away, is Barbarian, which is a movie streaming on HBO Max. It's a quick, easy watch in terms of it's like an hour 35 runtime before the credits. And this is one of those films, a friend of mine, like three months ago, said, you've got to go see Barbarian when it was in theaters. And the less you know, the better, right? Like, it's one of those. It's a, it's a horror movie, but not in the um, monster blood slash right. gore. Um, it's far more of the suspense, what the heck, don't go in there uh, type of thing. And, like, the basic uh, slug line would be an Airbnb stake on extremely, extremely wrong. <laughs> I saw so, the preview for this. I think it looks fantastic. So you watched it now that so you've, you've given, given the thumbs up. I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, for sure. Oh, it's a kick, dude. You are going to love it. Oh, I you love it. Absolutely going to love it. I love it. Well, have fun today uh, out at Woodson. You guys are raising money for a good cause out there. Appreciate you jumping on with us. Get out, get warmed up, get your putting going, and uh, hit them straight today. Craig, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, buddy. Going to go work in the short game right now. Attaboy. Attaboy. That's where you score, man, right? Around the greens. Thank you, Craig Elston. Documentary is phenomenal. You liked it, too? It was really fun to watch. Craig just appeared on our premier Chevrolet of uh, Carlsbad fan hotline. And uh, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Yeah, I remember being a kid, Paulie, and it was not just the Pepsi and Coke Wars. Cigarettes were really, the Mar you had Marlboro Miles and you had Joe Bucks, I think they were called. And it was Marlboro against Camel. The weird thing was they all had really cool merch. All of them. Like, and you're, you're a kid. You're 12, 13 years old. You're not supposed to be smoking cigarettes. Right. I don't even think we were. I think they, that's featured in that documentary as well. But we were out there cutting miles off of Marlboro packs that we found, turning them in for T-shirts. I remember I had a Joe Camel T-shirt that I wore around in like eighth grade. Mine was uh, Doritos. Doritos. Whoever did it. that uh, Mars, I think, is that company, yeah. and Cheetos, Fritos, Doritos, all that. You could cut. They had a little uh, a sticker on the back of the wrapper. Yeah. The wrapping that was one, two, or three points. You had to cut them out, and you could send up five hundred points for. A a boombox. <laughs> and the stuff's all crap material. Terrible. Speaking of crap. Oh, God. Stay here. You don't want to miss this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 